This is an ABC podcast. Remember when we went out to that fancy meal recently mm. and I wore um, I wore Spanx? Yeah. And then just before I left the house, I was like, what am I doing? I know. I'm about to go for a 14-course <laughs> meal. To, you need to put your eating Let pants on for a 14-course meal. wearing my tracky dance. I know. <laughs> on. Hello, Zan. Hello, Miv. How are you? I'm all the better for seeing you. Lovely to see you too. It's been a while. It's been a while. I was off last week. What were you doing? I've been filming something pretty special Ooh. that you might see on the ABC. Only fan? No, I'm not. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> oh my God, Bang On is, is, traver- <laughs> is traversing the territory of maths. Bang On's becoming literal. <laughs> <laughs> Probably could make some coin. Yeah, you absolutely could make some coin on OnlyFans. No, no, no. It's a bit more highbrow than that. Not that OnlyFans is lowbrow. No. But it's a bit more um, ABC primetime. It's a little bit ABC primetime. It's a beautiful project. Um, I've already cried a bit filming it. Oh. I've been put in a harness. <laughs> I've... <laughs> Again, I refer to OnlyFans. <laughs> I've been dancing. Um, yeah, well, yeah. It sounds like a swingers party, actually. No, it's nothing to do with that. But um, I can't say anything because it hasn't been announced. But it's really beautiful and I'm really pleased I'm involved. So you'll know all about that later on in the year. Unreal. Very, very excited. Well, I'm excited to hear more. Yeah. I mean, I know, but I'm excited to hear more publicly (laughs) when you can reveal. Very, very exciting. When I can reveal my OnlyFans account. I did miss you, though. (laughs) We've got a lot to talk about this week. Can I just say... Um, I'm I not going to do. You got. You gave me a card. Oh yeah. I, I I got home from where I'd been filming. I sent you something in the post. You sent me something in the post, and I've got to say, can this can this be something that we tell everyone in the Bang Fam to do this week? Send a card, a letter, a note, postcard, postcard, whatever, to somebody this week because the delight, the utter delight, I got from opening my mail when I got home, and there was a a, a card with a blue wren. The dirtiest of birds. Your favourite. My favourite. The superb blue fairy wren. The superb blue fairy wren. has more sex than any other bird in the existence of birds, having a nice time. Um, And on it you wrote a lovely message inside and I did. I missed you. This is when you were in Tasmania. took a while to get back to me but that's okay. I just wanted to, you know, let you know that you're in my thoughts in a dirty bird kind of way. way. (laughs) (laughs) I saw it and I was like, that's going straight to Miff. Beautiful. I agree, though. Sending little letters and postcards is a beautiful thing. A friend of ours, Ali, did that at the start of the pandemic. And basically, um, you know, as we're all feeling isolated, put little messages out on Facebook. And people who didn't even know each other were sending postcards. And it was such a beautiful uh, sense of, you know, community and connection in a time Mm. when we're all freaking out. And it is lovely. I say, you know, bring back the the, the posted word. It's yeah. just such a nice little surprise. And also support your local news agents if you live in a small town because they've got a shitload of postcards from like 1985 <laughs> with a picture of whatever your town ornament is and a couple of teaspoons and tea towels. They're gathering dust. And they're gathering dust and no one wants them. So, like, let's give it a go. Let's go and support. I'm all for the most terrible postcards that have absolutely <laughs> outdated uh, you by a full generation. I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I am too. It. I am too. Uh, I'm also here for the severance finale, which I got to catch up on in the last week. And I don't want to talk too much about it. But yeah. A couple of weeks ago. And everyone's talking about it. It's something I haven't watched yet. Where do I watch it? Apple TV. Yeah. Adam Scott is the star. You'd known him know him as Ben from Parks and Recreation. Yes. Um, Leslie Nope's Love. It's been directed and created by Ben Stiller. 
not all of it directed, but a lot of the episodes. And it is an amazing cast all the way through. I think I mentioned Christopher Walken's in it, which is lovely mm. to see him again. Patricia Arquette, who's phenomenal in this. Just, yeah, amazing cast. Anyway, I can't give too much away because um, it is phenomenal and I think everyone, if you have access to Apple TV, you should see this. But I will say this, it's it, it opened up so brilliantly in the way that the series was going. I was like, are they just going to be in this office, which is stylistically amazing, but what else is there? It opened up a whole lot more in the episodes that followed. There were these incredible reveals, a much bigger story, a much darker story. Mm. Also a really interesting insight into how we work, how we view work, how we view ourselves and if we can and should ever separate those two world, mm. worlds and how we value ourselves and our, and our work selves. But the season finale was one of those shows that just had me like with my fingers gripping the couch, like so tense the whole way through and the very final moments of that suggest there will be a second season so it is absolutely worth getting on board severance on apple tv highly recommend you gotta see it i will i promise it's easter you gotta see the baby i've got some time off i'm gonna watch it one thing we won't be talking about this week is the election which has been called may 21 it is happening you know that you've only got a few days if you're listening uh when this podcast comes out you've only got a few days to change your enrollment details very easy if you need to go and do that aec I thought you were going to say ASAP, but no, Australian Electoral Commission. AEC.gov.au. Yeah. Anyway, it's super easy and that's all we're going to say. Everywhere is the is election coverage. Mm. I'm already over it. I was over it before it began. <laughs> and we are your campaign-free zone here on Bang On. Mm. And we have joyful news to share with the Bang fam. If you haven't seen it yet. That's right. Brittany's having a baby. She's announced she's pregnant. Yeah, our Brittany who got out of her conservatorship last year where her life was essentially controlled by her father and the legal teams around her. And she managed to get out of that legally and she's on her own and she's been living her best life. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. I mean, you sent me something in my in my DMs of Brittany, the video that she put on Insta where she was on the beach. In Maui. Know, in Maui, just like lying One around. One of my favourite places. Yeah, gorgeous. Lying around, getting, you know, water lapping on her and stuff and, and, you know, looking really, you know, a bit sexy, a bit hot. She's having a great time. She's Tops got, off. She, she loves. Free as a bird. Loves her, loves her partner having like just... Like I said, enjoying it, but then with the security guard in the background, just standing there protecting Brittany from. <laughs> so just like, she's like, there's a point where she rolls over and she doesn't have a top off, and then she's just she's kind of like covering her her breasts, you know, for Instagram because otherwise you'll get the post taken down. Mm. But then she rolls over and she her hands go up, and you can just see him just kind of hovering, and he's going, like, oh, oh no, <laughs> where do I look? Where do I look? Gotta be respectful to my boss, but where do I look? She's flashing me. I know, um, but. Part of her Obsessed getting at, that guy. I saw my Britney's. We, we need an Instagram I watched account that video just for so him. Many times. I know we need one just for him. Him lurking in the background. I love a lurker. <laughs> and but she's she's pregnant, and that was one thing she wanted to do when she was free because during the time of her conservatorship, she was. Um, I, I guess he could say she said that she was forcibly uh, put in a situation where she had an IUD where she wasn't allowed to get pregnant. Mm. Um, and and that's just I. I I cannot comprehend that. As a grown adult, she wasn't allowed to make those choices for herself. Anyway, she's made that choice and she's now up duff. And she's used this post to announce her pregnancy in such a beautiful way. She's used it to talk about perinatal depression Mm -hmm. and how she experienced that with her last pregnancy. 
saying, I have to say it's absolutely horrible. Women didn't talk about it back then. Some people considered it dangerous if a woman complained like that with a baby inside her. But now women talk about it every day. Thank Jesus we don't have to keep that pain a reserved proper secret. This time I'll be doing yoga every day, spreading lots of joy and love. And again, we saw her platforming other people who didn't have a voice when she broke free of the conservatorship. And now she's speaking freely about, you know, the the struggles that she had, which, yeah, people still find it hard. The taboo around, quote unquote, complaining that you're having Mm. issues when you're an expectant mother still exists. Those taboos still exist. And she's just putting it out there. Um, and, and talking about how she's she's worried about it and this is what she experienced, but, you know, at least we can talk about it now. And I'm just yeah. like, good on you, Brittany, could, just using that platform once again. It couldn't be a better outcome for her too. I mean, this whole world of social media could have actually been incredibly confronting for her to embrace given she wasn't allowed to have any control over that for so long. Mm. She was never allowed to show who she was. This could have turned, it could have gone It could have gone south in so many ways and it actually hasn't at all. Like she's putting all sorts of stuff on. It's wild, it's crazy, it's hectic. You would have loved though that with this announcement she did post a stock photo oh, of I a cup that. of tea. <laughs> was oh, like... was that what it was? I thought it was an empty vase with a couple of flowers missing in it and I was like, oh, I don't really understand. You're one of the richest artists in the world and there is a stock photo on your Instagram. I friggin' love Getty you. Getty Images would be loving Britney right now. <laughs> They're making they're, they're making sweet bank out of out of Britney's <laughs> photographic choices. Congratulations, Britney! We're yeah. so so excited for you. She wasn't at the Grammys, and I know that feels like they happened like three years ago now. But it's been a week <laughs> and a half. Where, what Grammys? We do need to just reference because so many Bang Fam got in touch, and of course we mm. saw it. Justin Bieber's amazing outfit. Oh, Justin Bieber's incredible outfit. I mean, look, David Byrne did it. In the was it late seventies, early eighties? Early eighties. Talking Heads. Stop making stop sense. making sense. The live video that they recorded in live the, video. A live video. It was a live video. A video of his live. Not a live film. It was sorry, a live video. A live it was film a live VHS. Of his show. <laughs> well, I would have watched it on VHS at the time. That's how. It, that's Not Betamax. How, no, mate. We're a VHS household. Thank you very much. You, you were you a beta loser? No, I didn't grow up rich. Didn't have a beta player in my house. Beta loser. We called them beta loser. <laughs> Beta loser. No beta, no Blu-ray in my house. <laughs> God, where did we pull that from? Um, what was I even talking we're about? We're old. That's true. And we're likely to go off on tangents about nothing. Oh, my God, I'm becoming my every every mother, actually. Oh, yeah. It's well and truly happening to <laughs> me bang as well. on turning into that. No. Like, what about this person that Aunties. you know? Remember you knew? And, and oh, you know, they lived across the road from such and such. And, and you're like, no, I can't remember. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm just being a – All right. I'm being my future. <laughs> I'm being my future. You're being Dottie and I'm being Dottie in response. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. What were um, we talking about? I've got no idea. I'll stop making Cup sense on VHS. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That look in the oversized suit that David Byrne perfected back then has come back. Justin Bieber had also pulled out his – I think he just went up to the op shop and got a got a suit that was from the, the shelf of a an extremely tall person. It looks like it's a – like it says it's a Balenciaga suit, but it's just a big baggy suit. It's yeah. like when you play dress-ups. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, it's total dress-ups vibe. I'm, I'm sure that's a dead man suit. You know, like <laughs> – you know when you just get a suit from the op shop or a suit jacket and it's got a, it's got a whiff about it and you're like, oh, I feel like that's someone's, someone's died. 
but I'll still get it because it's cheap. <laughs> That's what it looks like. But I like that he's matched it with what look from a distance to be sort of blundstones almost, but they, in fact they are, again, crocs. A collab- chunk, a very chunky very chunky croc. croc. Is it a Balenciaga collab? I think it's a Balenciaga yeah, collab. Yeah. It's a full Balenciaga head-to-toe collab, including the Balenciaga crocs. And it's shit house. It's so... <laughs> Like, I mean, good on them. They're all having fun. But, oh, my God, it's, sh- it's just shit house. Like, good on them. They're all having fun should be the title of every red carpet photo gallery. I know. And and Hayley Bieber is, like, she's so gorgeous but such a model. Like, she can wear that slip of it. It's 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 a tablecloth, basically, yeah. Yeah. which would have cost $4 million. <laughs> and it looks fabulous. You know, it's just hanging off it's her. It's sheath. Yeah, it's a <laughs> sheath. Sorry. OnlyFans. <laughs> oh, your rank, I love it. Um, yeah, no, more effort, please, everybody. That's all I'm going to say. You look shit house, but you've given us a lot of joy, so thank you. A lot of joy. One more quick shout out to the amazing moment when Joni Mitchell and Bonnie Raitt hit the stage, and Joni was wearing not just a white flowery pantsuit, but pigtails, rocking yeah. the pigtails. Just so good to see Joni. You know, she hasn't been well yes. in, in recent years and just so good to see her standing up, one of the greatest artists of all time, and rocking a goddamn pigtail. I loved it. Yeah. I yep. loved it. I loved how all the photos are in vogue of all of the people that were to be looked at or to be taken note of in the terms of their fashion choices or get, you know, such and such in Jared Leto in Gucci. We've got uh, someone else in Chanel, someone else in Balenciaga and St. Laurent. And then Joni's there and she didn't get dressed by anyone. How about we... Joni by Joni. Yeah, Joni by Joni, probably just from the cupboard and whatever she had going. Joni in her Laurel Canyon cupboard. <laughs> oh, that Laurel Canyon cupboard would be fabulous. Oh, yeah. A lot of mothballs in there. A lot of stories. Yeah, and a lot of stories. But, like, can we start dressing the older women too? Yeah. Can, can the fashion houses start to embrace this idea that just because you're not of a an age or, or a type that you don't deserve to be dressed well or yeah. or you have to dress yourself. It's just not fair. Dress the queen. Joni Mitchell in Bob Mackie is what you want to see. <laughs> That's what you want to see. Fuck yeah. Now, Miff, in the last few days it's been a bit of a sad day in Australian music. Yeah. Just over the weekend we got the news that Chris Bailey, the incredible voice of the saints mm. had died the news came through on monday morning i was watching the um you know news 24 and the story go round and round and it kept on flashing up you know different archival footage and one of which was him sitting next to you no. a young miff warhurst yeah uh, as part of the spicks and specs panel all those years ago so you would have met him back yeah, in the day met him, met him back in the day and all very excited to have met him too because I was a big fan of the Saints and I do remember even going to Brisbane for, remember that Reformation concert that Pig they City. did called Pig City yeah. based on the book that Andrew Stafford wrote about about punk and about rock and roll in Brisbane post the Joe Bielke era mm. and they had that huge concert and that was the first time I'd seen the Saints and I'd heard about this legendary band and um, and, and yes, it, it's rumoured and as you'd know, you, you would have been talking about this all this week, they're kind of considered to be the originators of the style of punk mm. uh, pre what happened in UK in the UK yeah. in the seventies and and some classic songs, absolutely classic and fabulous songwriting too. So um, yeah, Chris Bailey was was a real character, a real character, um, 
and I think it's it's a great loss. There's too many people dying too young. A lot of men in music dying too young in their 50s and 60s. I read a beautiful piece in Nick Cave's Red Hand Files, which is his fantastic newsletter. Mm. We've spoken about it before. And he was, you know, we've heard it before, him talk about the Saints. He was a massive Chris Bailey and Saints fan. And he talked about the power of his voice, but also of when the Saints came to Melbourne and played for the first time and just what a transformational experience that was for him. And he shared this incredible photo, Mm. which I'll put a link in the show notes. Everyone needs to see this photo. And Chris is there in the foreground of the photo, just kind of like slumped on stage. He used to drink heavily, you know, Mm. swig from the red wine bottle on stage. And it was kind of a loose performance. And there he is at the front of the stage and he's just surrounded by, you know, basically all these lads behind him just looking down just so captivated and there in the background is a young Nick Cave he's got spiky hair he's wearing an acid wash shirt and jacket hang on I've got to pull this photo up again Nick Cave yeah and the look on his face and the way that he speaks about it in the red hand files is this thought bubble you can see it popping up going I want to be that he's almost drooling he's so excited he's like it's an amazing capture and it's beautiful to see Nick speak about Chris Bailey and, and what he meant to him. But, yeah, you got to see this photo. It's quite phenomenal. It's really good. And, of course, it was documented by Rennie Ellis. Ah. Rennie Ellis who documented all those fabulous photos of, I guess, scenes of excess in yeah. Australia in the 70s and 80s, more so in Sydney, Bondi Beach, the glamour, the sophistication and and that sort of thing. But he obviously spent some time in Melbourne too capturing that that really progressive rock and roll scene and, and music scene that was happening at the time. It's a photo great. you could frame. It's incredible. A lot of other people sharing their reflections as well after the death of Ken West, who was one of the founders of The Big Day Out, yeah. a festival that completely changed not just festival culture but music culture in Australia from its you know inception in the early 90s till you know its, its final festival in, in 2015. And, yeah, I mean, on, on Double J we just saw so many people – reflecting their experiences because it was a rite of passage, wasn't Mm. it? Just, Mm. you know, wherever you were around Australia, going along and and seeing these bands and and having things introduced to you. I think that was the main thing, like bringing electronic music to the mainstream. The boiler room, the the invention of the boiler room as part of a festival incorporated in with the big stages was – I mean, that was extraordinary at the time. Yeah. Nobody was acknowledging the presence of dance music really in this country in a mainstream way until the big day out. They had the Underworld and the Prodigy and the Chemical Brothers headlining way before other festivals were doing that. Absolutely. And that was the thing. It was was always just a little bit ahead of the curve. Yeah. And I think we saw so many things that were rather extraordinary for the time and we were really lucky to be able to see them. And that's down to... Ken and Viv, who put the festival together. It was it was genius programming, really. It certainly seems as well like there was a, a sort of magical playfulness to everything that he did. And I didn't know Ken personally. Mm. I know people who, who did. But I remember you know, Big Day Out was a very big part, particularly of my 2000s, yeah. because I was coming up in community radio at Triple R and then I was, you know, at, at Triple J a few years later and I would – I would go to the big days out and, and, and trek around and see all these amazing bands. But I also got a couple of times to go to some of the after parties. And one of them at the MCA, which in Sydney is the Museum of Contemporary Art in that beautiful Art Deco building, very fancy. They had it in the Great Hall in the front and it was all the artists and media and stuff in this after party after the Sydney big day out. And I'll never forget it because he'd put, Ken had put a big, 
inflatable jumping castle <laughs> in, in the hall. And I jumped in and there's James Ford from Simeon Mobile Disco who now produces, you know, everyone under the yeah. sun, Arctic Monkeys, Florence the Machine and everything, uh, and Ken um, just jumping on it like yeah. children and I'm jumping with them. And I'm just like, this is what it was, out the front with all the, you know, fairground rides and backstage you had Dodgem cars and everyone having a great time. Like everybody just was swept up in this big adventure every year with the big day out and it was it, it just it it paved the way for a new way of thinking about about touring in Australia and, for both punters and artists alike. And a new way of thinking about what music you were allowed to like. Yeah. Um you know we had Björk sorry we had Björk placed up against Soundgarden. Yeah or no actually it was PJ Harvey I think in between Soundgarden and some other wildly different headline act like that sort of thing allowed people to go I can be into a million different things yeah if I so desire there's no need to narrow my taste because I think prior to that the 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 boxes were were very limited yeah. into, in terms of what you could be into mm. whereas the big day out allowed you to be into, into it all and it was fabulous and yeah it's really sad like Ken and Kathy his partner were really good to me when I was living in Sydney mm. and um, we had some lovely evenings because um, we live, we shared the same suburb, and I have a very good friend who was friends with them, and they, you know, they welcomed me, and that's it's it's just it's just utterly tragic. He's too young. Yeah, yeah, really sad for anybody who knew him. Um, we're sorry for your loss, and I know that for many people in Australia, just very thankful for for the the dream, for the ideas, and for the you know for the the gumption to to do something like that. Yeah. It just it it changed so many Australians' lives. It was mm. incredible. What a legacy to leave. Yeah, and that's it, isn't it? You you want to change people's lives a little bit. Mm. I haven't got there yet, but hopefully we'll get there at one point. And that's something he did for so many Australians. And, yeah, greatly thankful for that. Yeah. Maybe you'll change people's legacies if you buy this caravan that you sent to me. <laughs> I thought you were going to say <laughs> if I set up my OnlyFans account. Well, obviously that's already <laughs> – the ball is rolling on that one. This is amazing. Oh, this when is... you sent this to me, I was just like, what is she talking about? I know. I know. Look, it doesn't look very good. It's just an eBay page. And it's – look, the photos aren't even very good. Like you don't really get a good idea of what's going on here because it's just a photo of a caravan from the 80s that's on the page where you can bid, Okay. They're not great photos. Either. They're terrible <laughs> photos. I mean, they're not. Do, even, does this person want to sell the caravan? I don't think so. And I don't think they know how to use a camera phone. I, <laughs> I feel like it might be the mum who owns the caravan who's taken the photos, sent them to her son, and her son has uploaded this on eBay going, I'll get rid of this caravan for you. But you start into the story and it's it's pure joy from, from start to finish. And this is ongoing. You can go there anytime you like. I don't know how you look for it other than 1980 CI Europa. We'll put it in the show caravan. notes. Oh, yeah. What about that? <laughs> Which I can never find. Easily um, linked. Yeah. If you just scroll down in your podcast app, you see the show notes. I'd, no, I'd love you to waste <laughs> half an hour trying to find it. Okay. Can Why just... don't you spell out the URL for me, <laughs> www forward slash. <laughs> okay. So what, what does it say about the caravan? Used. Interior. Intact, no damp. Skylight needs repair. It's 40 years old, so don't be expecting miracles. <laughs> okay, well, we're not. But we go down to 
This was our family caravan. It's in half-decent nick considering its age. The skylight leaks, but if you know what you're doing, it'll be a quick fix and due to a strategic bucket placement, there is no other impacts on the overall well-being of this slightly beige house on wheels. <laughs> strategic bucket placement. I'll level with you. I don't care if it sells or not. My parents held onto it for years with some crazy notion that I'd want to do it and their old Triumph 2000 up as a project. I don't. <laughs> I don't want to take up badminton either, but it doesn't stop mum constantly trying to convince me to try it. <laughs> Anyway, dad died in December and my sister has moved in with her. My sister is the opposite of a hoarder. If you stand still too long in her house, you'll find yourself in the bin. (laughs) I'm sorry, that's the best. (laughs) I felt like that in various houses that I've lived with the partners. If you don't fucking throw that out, it's good. Like you're in the bin. Shuffle you along. It's in the bin. Um, Okay, I've lost my spot. It's too good. Um, She wants the caravan gone. And it's somehow become my problem. I've had three months of constant nagging about putting it on eBay and I finally caved just to get a moment's peace. This this is genius. Happy to throw in any plates, cutlery, fairy liquid, etc. That's dishwashing liquid for those not in the UK that are no doubt in the cupboards just in case. And if you're lucky, there might be 80% of a pack of Uno cards in there. There might even be an awning. I'll have to check if if there it's then it's included. It's included. Um, you'll make a slightly dotty seven-year-old very happy um, and then – yeah, it goes on. But then there's just the best bit becomes with the updates, um, Up to first update. does not include the awning. It's currently MIA. <laughs> no doubt she will later find it in the loft and I'll have to eBay that too. There was an exciting three minutes last night when I thought I'd be able to include a hammock, but she's keeping that apparently. <laughs> that said, I found a Nuno set in my gaff last night living alone with no real mates. I've no use for it, so we'll include it as an interactive fun experience for your future holidays. <laughs> <laughs> so he's added a photo of that. Um, and then he's had to make a few corrections. My mum's not 70, she's 71. Um, <laughs> and then point five, um, I was a late developer and wet the bed several times in this state-of-the-art mobile residence. There is, however, no subsequent staining due to her strategic use of rubber sheets. Essentially, there is no benefit to her raising this other than to remind me of my difficult early teen years. <laughs> <laughs> Number seven. My childhood friend John was sick in the awning <laughs> that she can't find. <laughs> and then it gets, it just gets so, like every update is just beautiful. Um, you learn that his mum cleans his bathroom every time she comes around, which says to me that's probably why he's living alone at his age. Um, but, yeah, if you want to read something really funny and, and rather glorious and gorgeous, this guy's not on social media. This has been his greatest outlet. He's, he's famous now. He's doing he's doing the rounds of UK TV. Oh, my God. They've found the hammock. The hammock is included. His mum has been described as a gilf, which he had to explain to her. And, oh, no. And he's written, she was quietly chuffed given she's so recently widowed. Uh, <laughs> realize gilfs were a thing i didn't know either there you go i know again good for you i know um <laughs> and yeah it just it just gets better and better and it's still going on and there will be an auction you two can bid it's currently i think at 2008 2100 pounds which is 4000 pounds cheapest chips for a life in the box <laughs> i would almost buy it and cheapest get it. chips for a life in a box yeah i love caravans i love caravans too my parents just got rid of their caravan what yeah they took it down to my uncle's property in Tassie and just left it there. Really? Yeah. So they still got it though. You, yeah. You still in the family. You could go and get it. Yeah. If you want it. <laughs> it's deep in the wilderness, but yes. What if I wanted it? We could just go down what there and it? stay there. What is it? It's like an 80s caravan. I love this. Yeah. <laughs>
I grew up in the trams, Anne. I know, it's true. I, I love, love caravans. caravans. I love them too. I love them. I love them too. Tiny sinks, tiny cupboards. Oh, yeah. Pine, a lot of pine. A lot of pine, a lot of fake pine. A lot of pine, fake pine, yeah. <laughs> pine veneer. A lot of pine veneer. <laughs> it is such a wonderful uh, eBay post. I never thought that we would be talking about eBay posts, but I'm going to put that in the show notes. It's well worth diving down and seeing how it goes, and I'll be very keen to see exactly what it sells for. I love that. Thank you for bringing that to me. Hey, before we get into our bang on today, I just wanted to shout out a few beautiful reviews that I saw on Apple Podcasts. We love reading your reviews. Thank you for everybody who takes time to review on whatever app you've got or email us. We don't always get back to you straight away. I got, I went deep and emailed some people back from the bang box from months ago. Mm. We try to get back to you. We get so many emails, but we do read them all and thank you. But I wanted to share these with you because they're all kind of on the same vibe. Meg says in her review, I've somehow only just found this podcast and I love it. I feel sad right now and hearing you too is like a hug. Thank you. Tani Lani says, I just discovered this. It's most certainly on my weekly rotation from now on. With Zan and Miff, how can you go wrong? Love, love, love. And Becca, have just discovered the podcast and have been binging on all the old episodes over the last week. I feel like I've made two new friends and this is exactly what I need during hard times. Thank you. That just brings me so much joy. Bang On just recently celebrated our 200th episode we've been going for about five years Mm. but not a week goes by that we don't have someone emailing us or those last three reviews on apple podcasts telling us that they've just discovered it and a lot of people go back and listen to the last 200 episodes i'm mortified by this thought i I think they like hearing what happened in the before times (laughs) pre-pandemic i don't know who i was We were carefree. We were complaining about stupid things. But thank you to everyone who who sends us a note and and welcome to New Bang Fam who have just joined us recently or maybe this is your first week. Um, We we love having you on board. The Bang Bang Fam community is the the greatest joy, so thank you for sending us little notes. I also got a very um, fun and wonderful email from Derek. That was one of the emails I got back to. He emailed us a while ago and he's been travelling around the coast of Australia mm. and doing the same thing, listening to old episodes of Bang On. And he gave me an update. He's now up to date and he desperately wants to know, have you bought your goat? <laughs> we need a goat update. I was like, yes, Derek, what happened li- to the goat? I live I live more rurally now but I haven't got a goat yet because I haven't. You never have to mow the lawn again. I know but I haven't got my fencing sorted and that's an issue and oh, next yeah. door neighbours are renovating and. There's half a fence missing and I think I've just got to sit it out for the goat for now. For now. I feel like Viv and the goat would have a real Milo and Otis relationship. I think they would too. They would love each other. They would love – I would love this. This is – all right, I'm, I'm back on the goat, okay. <laughs> I'm going to fix the fence over the Easter weekend and back on getting a goat. That's Thank a you. great idea. I'd forgotten about the goat. Thank no. you, Derek. Thank you for spurning the goat conversation once again. What are you banging on about this week? I have been watching – I haven't finished it yet, but um, – as a fan of the visual art, but I mean, everyone's a fan of Andy Warhol, really, aren't they? There's a magnificent um, new documentary series that's on Netflix, and while you may feel like uh, you've you've seen every exhibition you had, you can with Andy Warhol, and you've read everything and watched everything. I do think this takes a new angle on the Andy Warhol story because it's um it's about his diaries that he wrote that were published I think in about 1989. Right. And they were the most boring diaries ever. I've got <laughs> I've got it. It's, it was tedious. And I had no idea that these diaries were written originally for um for tax purposes. <laughs> <laughs> so what he'd do is he'd read You were really like why are they 
so dumb that Jack's Because it'd be like, today I wore the cream pants. Not sure that was the right choice. <laughs> uh, and then I had the, the pipes fixed in the... In, in in the apartment, like or the plumber never fixed to arrive that broken to fix the broken bathroom faucet, um, but it was actually quite controversial because in it there was little gems because it's quite gossipy as well. But what he was doing was basically dictating to his friend slash assistant what he'd been doing the day before for tax purposes because That's his amazing. expenditure was blowing out. All right. And so what she's oh done is, is is compile these and then created the diary. So it's it's actually quite – it's the most tedious read ever but there's kernels of mm. awesomeness in there. And what they've done is taken these diaries, used an AI version of his voice reading the words. Ah. Again, very interesting but at least it's his words. Yeah. It's not the, in the Anthony Bourdain territory of, of – I guess recreating false narration. Yeah, um, made up narration. So these are his words, um, and it, and it's from what I can tell, it's 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 about him as as an artist, but it's kind of in his later phase, which was not as successful. It was more commercial, mm. not as radical as it was in the sixties. More commercial, more mainstream. You know, he's trying to make the money, hustle all that all that stuff. But it was also about his relationships with his partners and um, how difficult America was post-World War II in terms of um, uh, their, their bias, uh, their bias against, sorry, say that again, their bias against homosexuals and, um, you know, that, 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 that battle between the, the really dominant heteronormative American society. Mm. So it's, I think it's a really interesting doco and one well worth a watch. So it's single just doco, not a series? It's six, six-parter. Okay. It's just wonderful to see his stuff again. I, I think yeah. you're you always reminded how how striking and how quite radical it was and how he, he changed the concept of what art was in our time. I mean, it's been done before, mass-produced art, but he also brought photography to the fore in terms of it being a legitimate art form. Uh, prior to that, it really hadn't been considered as such. Mm. He utilised techniques that weren't necessarily considered high art. Um, yeah, it, I, I, he, he was a great figure and, and a really fascinating figure and, you know, a little bit odd. Yeah. More of that, please. Yeah. Okay, Netflix, Warhol Diaries. Yeah. What are you banging on about? I'm banging on about another TV show and, um, again, a, a great one for, you know, a series of 27-minute episodes if you want something mm. sort of nice and short. It's called Life and Beth and it is the new show from Amy Schumer. Okay. And it is brilliant. It's on Disney+. Plus. It's I had to Google a bit afterwards because I was like, hmm, this seems like it's there's some crossover in her own life and it is, as she said, semi-autobiographical and it is another dramedy about death and grief and I know that I just banged on about afterlife I don't know what it is what's in, going on with you just you know I don't know as you get older you think more about um mortality and and how you deal with all of those things and and you're, how... gonna, you're gonna be that that lady though aren't you like when I come and see you in about 20 years time you'd be oh and you know that um Karen down the road she died <laughs> she had a horrible illness <laughs> you know and they go into great detail about yeah. it and you're like oh please don't tell me about it <laughs> That's me. That's me very soon. <laughs> 20 years and I give it 10 tops, 10 tops. But it is, um, it's also about new beginnings and, and love and figuring out, Aww. you know, sometimes when, um, when you experience trauma, how it kind of pushes you in a direction that you maybe weren't going to go to and it sort of accelerates it a little bit. Yeah. So it's really well written, um, an amazing cast. Michael Cera is in it. Oh, hello. He's George back. Michael from George Arrested Michael Development. George Michael from Arrested Development. He actually is based on I'm Amy's... writing these down too. It's called Life and Beth. Life I need, and Beth. Because Easter is coming and that means much television watching. And the other one is Severance. I watched it all last week. It's fantastic. Okay. 
Um, so Michael Sarah's character is based on Amy's actual husband, Chris Fisher, and the story of how they got together, which is really lovely. Aww. So, yeah, it's 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 a beautiful series. It's really funny. Um, I love Amy Schumer and I highly recommend it. Love it. Life and Beth on Disney Plus. You'll whip through it. I watched it all in a few days. Okay, great. It's great. Unreal. I've got a list of things to do. I've got days off in front of me. I'm very excited. This is great. Well, we're going to be back in a couple of weeks because I am heading away You're to busy, busy. the wilderness um, <laughs> next week, just after the Easter long weekend. And we'll be back on with you on Bang On in a couple of weeks. But, mm. um, you know, we'll have lots of stupid shit to talk about and absolutely nothing to discuss about the campaign. No. So we'll be here we to give even... you a warm, loving embrace of stupid shit. Yeah. And only fans. And yeah. <laughs> but also good shit, really interesting shit that's not political. Good shit. Bang on. It's good. the good shit. Yeah, it's all you need. That's our new tag tagline. <laughs> uh so good to see you again. Yeah you too. You superb Thanks blue for fairy red. Dirty bird. <laughs> dirty bird. I love the dirty bird. You know that. I'll see you in two weeks, dirty bird. Bye. Bye. Love you. Love you too. You've been listening to an ABC podcast. You can discover more ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.